Hi guys, welcome to Just News episode 2. I'm Nakul Gupta. I'm your host for this podcast. Today is the 29th of September 2019. In this episode we'll be covering the news events from the 23rd of September to the 29th of September. Just a reminder about the intention and format of this podcast. The idea is to give a short recap of the past week's events uh, in just a statement of facts rather than adding on my own opinion and analysis. I've personally read the news items which I'm stating in this podcast and the sources for those are Times of India, Economic Times, BBC and CNBC. The articles that I read were publicly and freely available. All I'm doing in this podcast is to summarize those important articles in my own words. So let's get started with section 1 world news. Item number 1 Speaker of the US House of Representatives which is also called the Congress Nancy Pelosi a leading member of the opposition Democratic Party of the United States announced a formal impeachment inquiry against President Donald Trump in response to an anonymous whistleblower complaint that alleged that between May and August 2019 the president and his close aides tried to pressure the Ukrainian president to investigate Democratic Party presidential candidate Joe Biden and his son Joe Biden's son Hunter is on the board of directors of oil and gas company Burisma Holdings it is alleged that president trump also temporarily withheld millions of dollars of military aid to ukraine in an attempt at coercion of that country further the white house is alleged to have then attempted a cover up of the entire affair including designating transcripts of a phone conversation between the two presidents as top secret the white house has since released part of the transcript which indicates that president trump did indeed ask his ukrainian counterpart to investigate joe biden and his son Item 2 United Kingdom Supreme Court judged that British Prime Minister Boris Johnson had misled the Queen in his reasons for suspending UK Parliament for 5 weeks and declared that the UK Parliament was still in session. The Prime Minister's office refused to rule out another attempt to suspend Parliament. It is believed that the Prime Minister wanted to suspend Parliament to avoid a bill that would order a delay in Brexit in case no deal was reached between the UK and EU by the deadline date of October 31st. Item 3, the European Court of Justice agreed with Google that the right to be forgotten feature that must be extended by the tech giant within the EU's territory need not be provided outside the EU's jurisdiction. Moving on to world markets. Item number 1, Oil prices fell in the world market due to weaker than expected Chinese industrial profits with China being the major oil importer of the world and faster than expected recovery in oil output from Saudi Arabia one of the major oil producers of the world Brent crude stands at about $62 a barrel If you recall until last week oil prices had spiked following drone attacks on Saudi oil production facilities purportedly by Iran In India news item number 1 Foreign Minister SM Jayashankar reiterated India's unwillingness to engage with Pakistan through diplomatic routes unless Pakistan demonstrates firm steps to tackle its homegrown terrorism infrastructure Item number 2 The Punjab police reported two instances of Pakistani drone incursions into Indian territory to drop off arms ammunition and fake currency to Khalistani terror organizations operating in Indian Punjab This follows a heightened state of alert in India especially in border regions after intelligence suggested that Pakistani sponsored terror groups were planning a big terror attack in response to PM Modi's bonhomie with US President Trump in America 
as well as verbal jousting between Indian and Pakistani diplomats in America in the lead up to the UN General Assembly. US State Department official Alice Wells seemed to concur with Indian views on the position Pakistan has adopted on both abrogation of Article 370 as well as its use of terrorism as a tool of statecraft. This follows US President Trump's f- appearance and friendliness with Prime Minister Modi in Houston during the Indian Prime Minister's Howdy Modi event. Item number 4, the Enforcement Directorate decided to file a case against Nationalist Congress Party chief Sharad Pawar in relation to a money laundering case involving a state cooperative bank. India economy. Item number 1. India may cut import duties on up to 80% of Chinese imports under the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership which is also known as the RCEP Free Trade Agreement which is currently being discussed amongst ASEAN and ASEAN partner states which is about 10 countries. The magnitude of cut offered to China is less than that offered to other 8 countries and only 28% of the cuts would be immediate with the rest phased over 5, 10, 15 and 20 years which is an attempt to give Indian manufacturers time to become competitive. Item number 2. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman has asked government departments to clear their outstanding dues to suppliers by early October in a bid to increase consumption power in the economy ahead of the festive season. The amount that is expected to be released in this exercise is about rupees 20,000 crores. Item number 3. India and the United States seem to be moving towards reconciling trade differences. Reports suggest that India has agreed America's demand on relaxing price controls on imports of medical devices and may be open to accommodating American demands on market access for almonds, nuts and berries as well as some US dairy products albeit with caveats. However, American demands for relaxation of data storage issues in India's e-commerce policy may be a sticking point in the discussions in the near future. India regulatory item number 1 Many domestic food service operators fear that the government will announce a ban on single use plastic in the country on 2nd October which also happens to be Gandhi Jayanti They believe that this may lead to significant disruption in food delivery most of which employs single use plastic containers cutlery etc Item number 2 The Department of Pharmaceuticals has suggested several options to d- reduce profiteering in the sector The main suggestion is a cap of 43% on trade margin of non-scheduled drugs and 100% on that of formulations and dosages. Trade margin is the difference in the price of drug paid by the end consumer and that paid by the stockist to the manufacturer or importer. Item number 3, India's top 3 mobile service providers, Reliance Jio, Bharti Airtel and Vodafone Idea are all of the opinion that the auction for 5G spectrum should be delayed by a couple of years as there is still no use case for the next gen network in the country. and hence the cost of the spectrum auction would be exorbitantly high item number 4 in what may be seen as a setback for renewable power companies in india the andhra pradesh high court dismissed a case filed by solar and wind energy companies in the state and directed them to approach the state electricity regulator directly the renewable power companies had sought the court's help against the state government's attempts to renegotiate already approved power purchase agreements item number 5 The RBI has barred Punjab and Maharashtra Cooperative Bank also known as PMC Bank from conducting normal operations for 6 months. It also placed withdrawal limits on depositors of the bank first at rupees 1000 per person and later at rupees 10000 per person. The RBI also sacked the bank's board 
and put in place an administrator to take care of the bank's business for the foreseeable future. PMC Bank has admitted to flouting RBI's lending rules for a period of over 6 to 7 years, including not recognizing non-performing assets. For example, the bank continued to represent a rupees 2500 crore loan to HDIL Group as performing even though HDIL has been under bankruptcy proceedings. At stake is almost rupees 11000 crores of deposits with PMC. Indian companies item number 1 yes bank has sought rbi approval for an increase of rupees 800 crore to its authorized share capital if granted the bank will also need to seek shareholder approval for the increase item 2 sbi has approached sebi the markets regulator for a one time exception to the regulator's rule for mutual funds to perform side pocketing which is the segregation of stress investments from performing ones due to their non compliance with this rule most mutual funds that hold housing finance company dhfl's debt are unable to participate in the intercreditor agreement which is also known as ica that aims to resolve dhfl's stress asset situation the ica allows a, allows a lead lender to agree to a resolution plan with the borrower in this case dhfl as long as 60% of lenders by number and 75% by value of assets sign the ica Given the size of DHFL's loan book there is concern that non resolution of its stress situation could lead to contagion in the market item 3 softbank may have called off its plan to invest up to 1 billion us dollars in piramal groups housing finance arm this may be due to piramal's reluctance to move away from its traditional wholesale lending business to consumer lending which was a demand from softbank item 4 Airtel and Vodafone are reportedly not satisfied with Reliance Jio increasing its call ring duration from 20 seconds to 25 seconds on its network and are demanding that Jio increase the duration to the industry wide practice of 30 seconds. Airtel and Vodafone believe that Jio has intentionally kept its call ring duration low to increase the number of missed calls which require callbacks to Jio numbers. Since Jio is the leading voice call operator in India it now has to pay a net interconnection usage charge also known as iuc to other networks in case a call is placed from a geo number to a non geo number increasing call returns to a geo number due to increased missed calls would reduce the iuc that geo has to pay item 5 yes capital one of yes bank co-founder rana kapoor's investment vehicles has reduced its stake in the bank by 1.8% to repay rupees 630 crores of non convertible debentures held by Franklin Templeton Asset Management last week Rana Kapoor had reduced his overall shareholding in Yes Bank by 2.3% through another investment vehicle this brings his total holding in Yes Bank to 5.6% item 6 PricewaterhouseCoopers India plans to challenge a rupees 230 crore fine applied on it by the enforcement directorate The fine was in relation to large grants received by the auditor from foreign sources which the ED believes were actually disguised investments. Item 7 Some of the lenders to SL Group who hold shares of Z Entertainment as collateral and did not agree to extend repayment deadline to the group have sold their pledged shares causing a sharp drop in Z stock price. And lastly Indian markets The Nifty rose to 11,512 points, up almost 800 points since last week, which was due to positive sentiments in the market after the announcement of cut in corporate tax rate by the finance minister. The USD INR rate was 70.509, and the India 10-year GSEC rate was 6.729% of yield. 
since somebody brought this up in the in the feedback for the last episode the india tenure gsec implies the sovereign bond issued by the government of india for a duration of 10 years and the difference in the yield of this bond versus the similar bond issued by the us government is taken as a proxy for the sovereign risk premium which is essentially the risk that investors attribute to the indian government as compared to the us government which is seen as an investor safe haven guys thanks so much for listening to episode 2 i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you found it useful i did want to make a quick mention of and recognize the people who gave me feedback after episode number 1 whether it was directly or indirectly trust me the specific and constructive feedback they gave was very useful in changing the way i approached this episode and hopefully future comments and suggestions will also be implemented in the podcast going forward if you do have anything you'd like to say whether it's a comment suggestion or just feedback please do write into me at justnewspodcast@gmail.com that's justnewspodcast@gmail.com and trust me i'll take into account what you say lastly before we leave off the podcast will be immeasurably helped if you do spread the word about it to your friends or family but in the meantime i'll prepare for episode number 3 which will hopefully be released on next sunday until then take care have a great week and bye bye